So Krishna comes to remove this burden, which he did to a large extent at the end of Dwarpa Yoga. But after Dwarpa Yoga comes Kali Yoga. And Kali Yoga is characterized by all the worst tendencies. Pajaste Pakshi Shanti Lecha Raja Nirupina. The, instead of being kshatriyas to protect the citizens from harm, instead there are mlechas, which means those who are violent, cruel meat-eaters against the principles of, who are against the principles of religion. They take over the position of rulers and instead of protecting the citizens, they, literally the word is given, they eat them, they devour them. This is the situation in Kali Yoga. So sometimes it's asked, why, why did Krishna come to remove the burden of the earth if it was going to come back again so quickly? Well, there could be various answers to that. One answer is that uh, Krishna did remove the burden of the earth for some time and established his own devotees, on, at least to set an example for some time and anyway it's the nature of the material world too that there is deterioration because of the tendency to be demoniac or the tendency to be against Krishna consciousness now here we see that the earth is unprotected but Parikshit Maharaj is so he's coming on behalf of Krishna to save the earth for some time but the earth after the disappearance of Krishna becomes choked up with various demoniac people. But, uh, the Srimad Bhagavatam, being a Mahapurana, one of its characteristics, there, is, there are certain characteristics of Shastras, which means that they're called Puranas or Mahapuranas. A Purana has five certain characteristics, and a Mahapurana has ten subject matters, which make it called the Mahapurana. So one of them is Vangsha Anucharit, or the descriptions of dynasties, of kings. So Srimad Bhagavatam, that among other things, the most important thing is uh, Ishanukata in Srimad Bhagavatam. The most important subject is the discussion of Krishna. But the dynasties of great kings who are connected with Krishna, they're also described. So at the beginning of the twelfth canto of Bhagavatam, there is a description of the, the dynasties in the beginning of Kali Yoga. And it's described how very early in the Kali Yoga, we'll find the different dynasties in the previous cantos of Bhagavatam. It's described how one king was, uh, he was succeeded by his son, or he didn't have a son, so someone else became the king, or... The, one of the sons didn't want to be the king, he wanted to be a sadhu, so a younger son came. There's a description of the succession of kings. But in Kali Yoga it's described that king so-and-so was killed by his servant and who became the king. That's the assassination. It starts in Kali Yoga, that people want to take power simply for the sake of their own sense gratification. And 
Raja Nashta Praja Nashta. As it's saying in Bengali, maybe it comes from Sanskrit. That when the king is spoiled, then the population is spoiled. So the whole world today is filled up. Or the world has become filled up in the absence of Krishna personally destroying the demons and establishing the devotees. Then the earth has become very distressed by an abundance or an overpopulation of demons to engage in sinful activities. The people, they talk about overpopulation, but actually if everyone was a pure devotee, there would be no question of overpopulation. It would be very nice. Overpopulation only... If there's one demon, that's called overpopulation of demons. And if the world's population is tripled or quadrupled, but everyone is a pure devotee, then it will be very nice. The earth will be very happy. And the earth can give sufficient food. They, they say there's no food. It's all a bluff. There's enough food in the world to feed people. And anyway, if they stopped growing, they, they, more food could be produced could be made available if they stopped having the meat industry in which they grow so much crop simply to feed to animals to eat as meat. And then so much land could be freed for producing food if they stopped producing useless things like uh, grains for making alcohol, for making whiskey, beer, all these things. Coffee, chocolate, tea, tobacco, all these things. So it's a complete bluff that there's not enough food in the world. There's plenty and enough food in the world. And much more could be produced also. But the overpopulation is because people are demoniac, which causes great distress to the earth and to these saintly people and to the demons also. Because they're causing distress to each other. That's their business. That's the very nature of demons. Krishna describes the Nature of devotees. Advaishta sarva bhutana maitra karuna evacha. That they have no envy towards anyone. Advaishta sarva, they're, they're a friend to everyone, very kind to everyone. But the, devote, the demons, on the other hand, they have completely the opposite characteristics. Dambho, darpa, vimanascha, krodha, parasham evacha, ajnana, chabijatasya. Partha Sampadam Asurim. The demons are proud, conceited, arrogant, harsh. Parusha means very harsh and nasty in their demons. Angry. Krodha, Parusha, ignorant. These are the symptoms of the demons. So the earth is feeling distress in separation from Krishna. But then, Krishna very kindly comes again in the form of Goranga to relieve the burden of the earth in a different way this time. He has come again. Who was Yashodananda, who was dancing in the groves of Braja, Brajendranandanjay, who was the son of the king of Vrindavan, Shachi Shuta has now become the son of Shachi Mata and is dancing 
in Nadia, along with Balaram, who has come as Nityananda. Radha Krishna Bol Bol Bolareshobai Ishik Dia Shabna Dia Pirche Netche Gornetai. Chaitanya Mahabhu and Nityananda have come and they're telling everyone, chant the names of Radha and Krishna. Everyone chant. And giving this instruction, they are going round and round Nadia. Nadia means Navadri. Going round and round and spinning and turning and dancing and asking everyone to chant Hare Krishna. So the earth again becomes the earth who was feeling great distress. She was blessed by the touch of the lotus feet of Krishna. She was feeling great distress in the absence of Krishna. There are so many demons treading the earth. But then again, Krishna came as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to relieve the burden of the earth by converting the demons into devotees and by bringing Krishna again in the form of his name. Kale Kale Nama Rupe Krishna Avatar Nam Hoite Hoi Sharva Jagate Nishta. In this age of Kali, Krishna has descended from the spiritual world as his holy name. Golokera Prema Dhan Harinama Shankirta. This, as Prabhupada would always point out, that this chanting of Hare Krishna, it is nothing to do with the material world. We think that it's. It's just like any other sound which is produced within the mouth and which emanates from the mouth and which is heard within it's, it's, it's reaches the eardrums and then is processed in the brain and we hear a sound. So, although it appears to have such material characteristics, actually the name of Krishna is completely spiritual. Naman Chintamani Krishna Chaitanya Rasa Vigraha Purano Shuddha Nityamukta Abhinadvannamanamino. The name of Krishna is completely transcendental by nature, is non different from Krishna, is completely pure, and is always in the liberated transcendental position. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came uh, and he gave the name of Krishna, distributed the name of Krishna, which is so powerful when chanted by pure devotees. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is himself the purest of all pure devotees. He is Krishna, but he is in the mood of the purest of all pure devotees. So when he gives the holy name, the effect of that chanting is so powerful that even great demons become devotees. And we have much experience of this all over the world. Actually, that's one thing we don't see so much in India because generally we don't find so demoniac people as in the Western countries. So we don't have the, the there's not so much fun in getting people to chant Hare Krishna. Of course, it's wonderful whenever we see anyone chanting Hare Krishna. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself, when he was, when he first took sannyas, he was wondering, he was wondering in the Radhadish, in the part of Bengal away from the Ganga. And he would see the cowherd boys, they're herding their cows, and he would call out to them, chant the name of Hari, Bolo Krishna, Bolo Hari, and they would respond, Krishna, Krishna, Hari, Hari. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would say, now my life is successful. I've induced them to, I've induced someone to chant the name of Krishna. 
So of course, the, naturally the tendency of most people, most people born in India is to be somewhat pious, at least somewhat pious. Even though Kunks and other Jarasandha, they were also Bharatvasis. They were also born in India and they were great demons. But the general tendency is to be somewhat pious. And we see, even Prabhupada said that everyone is in India is Krishna conscious, even the Muslims. So we see, actually many times I've seen that Muslims, they also respect the chanting, even though that, that on a social level there's that some bad feeling is often there between Hindus and Muslims. But very rarely I've seen that Muslims, they, they take objection to our devotees when they go and chant Hare Krishna. And oftentimes you'll see they, they actually respect that also. So, in that we don't get such, in general, we don't see such severe demons as, also in the Western countries, not most, most of the people are not very demoniac, but there are some people who are very much opposed to this and very much against. So when we see them become accepting Krishna consciousness, then it's, it's very pleasing to see that. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he's, we're singing, Patita Pavana Hetu Tava Avata, especially for saving the most fallen people. Patita Pavan, we say Patita Pavan Jagannath. The Lord has taken the form of Jagannath. He's very merciful. Prabhupada said that Jagannath, this form of the, Jagannath is not different from Madan Mohan. He's the same person. But in this particular form, he's not different, but also there's some difference. That is Atinta Bheda But in the form of Jagannath, he's especially merciful. Prabhupada said he's so merciful that in Orissa, Pretty much everyone eats fish, but still Jagannath accepts their bhakti, whatever bhakti he accepts. Not that we encourage eating fish, but Prabhupada, yeah, he accepts like that. And that's why Bhakti Siddhan Thakur recommended the worship of Jagannath for the Western countries, because people there are meat eaters and very fallen. Of course, now in India, most people are meat eaters too. So, Jagannath is very merciful on the Lord. We also say, Potita Pavana, Raghunath, Ramachandra, because he also, he delivered so many monkeys and bears, and that's considered a lower birth. So, these are all considered merciful incarnations, but undoubtedly, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the most merciful of all incarnations. Because even Krishna himself says, you surrender to me, then I will deliver you. There's a condition. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, all right, surrender, all right. So how can you teach these people to surrender? Chant Hare Krishna. We'll, we'll discuss philosophy afterwards. Surrender. Or just, now just chant Hare Krishna. Of course, some people are so unfortunate that they have, they don't like to, even they won't chant Hare Krishna. We see generally the more educated people are, the, the less inclined they are to chant Hare Krishna. This is the result of modern demoniac education. If we go in the villages in India, generally it's very easy to get people to chant Hare Krishna. But if you go in the student hostel, as we were yesterday, even they're not 
demoniac, the people there, they're, they're, they're inclined towards Krishna consciousness, but some kind of pride or doubt that why should we chant Hare Krishna? So they're not so much inclined because they're feeling that you know, we have our rationalism and we, whatever it is. But the, 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 the influence of modern education t- tends to make people disinclined to chant Hare Krishna. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he is more clever than us. He has various ways and means to induce people to chant Hare Krishna. One of his followers, actually a follower of Lord Nityananda. If we want to analyze very deeply, although we're saying Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the most merciful incarnation of God, practically Nityananda is even more merciful. Because without Nitya's mercy, no one can get the mercy of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And actually, Advaita Acharya called Mahaprabhu Sri Krishna Chaitanya. So, by the power of your mercy one can get the mercy of Nityananda and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu but Nityananda was especially sent to preach to all the most fallen people Chaitanya Mahaprabhu he, he left Bengal he was he said, it's very difficult to preach here I'll go to Puri it's also not easy in Puri. But he, anyway, he went to Puri and he traveled all over India. But Nityananda came to join him. He said, No, you should go back. You have to preach in Bengal. What is the very difficult for me, you should do. I can't do it. You do it. You go and deliver the people in Bengal. So Nityananda did. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu told that. She told Nityananda, You go and tell, every, go and tell everyone in Bengal to chant the names of Krishna. But Nityananda thought that. These people, they're not fit for chanting the name of Krishna. So he asked them, Bhaja Goranga, Kaha Goranga, Laha Goranga, Namare, Jajan, Goranga Bhaji, Shemora Pranare. He would say, chant the name of Goranga. Take the name of Goranga. Whoever says the name of Goranga, he is the life of my life. Nityananda would say. He would go to every door, even to the Chandals. No one goes to the house of the Chandals. But Nityananda... Nityanand from a Brahmin family, although he hadn't officially taken sannyas, he was accepted as a sannyasi. So Brahmin, they won't go anywhere near Chandal. They won't even go near the Vaishyas or Shudras, what to speak of Chandals. <laughs> they're living at the edge of the village and they'll be all outside the village. They're not allowed in the village. They'll be in their own quarter with all fish bones scattered here and there. Of course, now in Bengal, everyone has fish bones everywhere, but especially in those days. So he would go to their door and call out. People would come and say, there's a sannyasi come to me. Sannyasi doesn't go to beg from chandals. Sannyasi begs from brahmanas only. He's come to the chandal, come to beg. And immediately they'd come and see and he would fall down in their doorway. Huge figure of Nityananda. And beg, you have to give me some charity. Or what can we give? You miss the charity, you say the name of Gauranga. This we're begging. You chant the name of Goranga. So, in this way, Nityanan, most merciful, going out door to door, giving the name of Krishna, giving the name of Goranga. One of Nityananda's followers, Gadadha Das, not Gadadha Pandit, he was going all 
all around. They were systematically covering all the places. So he went in Navadweep, going door to door, asking everyone to chant the names of Krishna. So he came to the Kazi's residence, and the Kazi at that time was known to be extremely fierce. So Gadatha called out from uh, from outside that chant the name of Krishna, chant the name of Krishna. So the the Kazi came out and he looked and he thought he, he must be a madman. You know, no one comes in. No Hindus even dare to come near this residence, let alone asking me to chant the name of Krishna. And they know it's a good formula for getting beaten to death or whipped to death or hanged. Well, he, they thought, he must, he must be just some crazy man. But Gadadha, he just kept it. Chant the name of Krishna, chant the name of Krishna. So the, the Kazi said, okay, I'll chant Krishna tomorrow. So Gadadha jumped in there and said, you already said the name of Krishna once. Now go on chanting. So he, he induced even the ferocious Muslims who were against Krishna consciousness to chant the name of Krishna. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and his followers, they have so many ways and means to induce people to chant the name of Krishna or even if they're not inclined at least to hear the name of Krishna because if you hear the name of Krishna even if someone is demoniac they may become angry but by hearing they become purified at one time in Germany this was about 19 it's 1975 there was so much propaganda against our movement and every day for about one year in, in the newspapers there was Hare Krishna followers are murderers, Hare Krishna followers are cheats, Hare Krishna followers are liars, and so on. They were making propaganda. <coughs> so Prabhupada was told, this is very bad publicity. It's good. Every day there's Hare Krishna in the newspaper. They're seeing the name Krishna. They'll become purified. And actually the court case was, eventually they had a big court case and then all the press reporters, they came to see these ferocious murderers and hooligans and they saw the, they came to the court chanting Hare Krishna and all they said, stop, 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 and they went on chanting and then they, they had a little boy going around distributing cookie, prasad, and the judge was saying, no, no, you can't do this. But everyone else was saying, yeah, it's pretty good. Let him do it. <laughs> so, it so in the end, because the government had decided they wanted to confiscate all the money, they did that. They made some technicality, but all the charges were thrown out. But in the end, in the meantime, they'd given so much importance to the Krishna Conscious Movement. Everyone in Germany knew about the Krishna Conscious Movement. And we found that uh, the young people especially, they thought the Hare Krishna Movement must be good. If the, if the government is so much against it, it must be good. Because they had the, this idea, which is actually true, that the government is simply out to cheat and exploit the people. So we find that, the, that uh, simply by hearing the name of Krishna over and over, people became purified. And actually the devotees, they went out distributing books during the time. They never stopped distributing books. And although it was difficult, some people would spit on them and beat them and so but the book distribution increased more and more and more because people thought that, oh, it's a Hare Krishna book. What's well? You know, Hare Krishna, that must be something important. It's in the newspaper every, every day. Let's see what it's all about. 
So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has his means to spread Krishna consciousness. He started the Sankirtan movement and he left it for his disciplic followers to continue. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu predicted, Prithivite Ache Jatanagaradigram Sabatra Prachahoibe Morana, that this Krishna consciousness would spread all over the world to every town and village, which Vaishnavs in Bengal who are reading the Chaitanya Bhagavad, they read this, they could never imagine. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Nitai, Amadeya is our Nitai, our God, he's Bengali, not for the Telugus, for Bengalis. Not for the UP Wallas or Biharis, for our, our Gauranga. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna. Mamai Vamsho Jiva Loke Jiva Bhuta Sanatana. Aham Vija Pradapita. Krishna is, everyone is a part and parcel of Krishna. Means everyone is part and parcel of Gauranga, who is the father of everyone. Sankirtan. Uh, what is that? Sankirtanaika Pitaro. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Nityananda. They are the fathers of Sankirtan. So, that everyone is part and parcel of Krishna. They are part and parcel of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu because he is Krishna. Shadai Shvarya Prana Yaiha Bhagavan Saswayamaya Na Chaitanya Krishna Jagati Paratatvam Parameha That uh, Krishna, full of six opulences, Bhagavan, he is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Shadai Shvarya Mahaprabhu. There is no truth superior to Krishna, which means there's no truth superior to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. You'll find this is half of a verse from the beginning of the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Yadadvaita Brahma Panishad Brahma Panishadai. Uh, what is that? Then Yaatma Antayami Purusho Tava Angsha Vibhava. That the the Brahma Jyoti, which is praised in the Upanishads, is the effulgence of his body. The Paramatma is simply his expansion. He is directly the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Krishna. So Krishna is God for everyone. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is also God for everyone. He is the Supreme Personality of Godhead for everyone. And he wanted this movement spread all over the world. Not only all over Bengal. And a few people in Vrindavan here and there. That was traditional Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Bengal, Assam was also spread widely in Assam. And Orissa also. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's movement was traditionally known in these areas also. But throughout the world, and not only, through, not only throughout India, but throughout the world, no one could have imagined that there would be Vaishnavas in England, America, Japan, China, even after there were devotees in England and America, we couldn't imagine that it would spread in Russia because the whole country was closed up. I went there in 1986 when the communist rule was still fully going on. It was just about to collapse, the beginning of the collapse, but there was no, there was no sign. It came very suddenly. And there were devotees, but it was very. Uh, there were 21 devotees in prison at that time. Prison or in mental hospital, which is worse than prison. Two of them died. There was a severely tortured, very horrible situation. So I remember thinking that maybe 
there'll be some big world war and then only if the Soviet Union is destroyed only because the way it was that from the very inception of the Soviet Union up to that time that means from what 1917 to 1986 it had simply been severe repression so it didn't seem possible that the Krishna conscious movement could how can it really take shape apart from a few people underground who get arrested and then tortured and killed some of them then how how can it be spread but then shortly after that the whole soviet union collapsed and now there are so many devotees all over spread all over they're taking to krishna many of them taking to krishna conscious very nice and of course many very demonian people also so this is chaitanya mahaprabhu's mission to spread krishna conscious all over the world and practically the main thrust for that has been the brihat nadanga Chaitanya Mahaprabhu he went town to town village to village with the mridanga and cartel but bhakti siddhant sarasar thakur he saw the printing press who is interested in a printing press? what sadhu is interested in a machine especially any traditional person in india previously that have nothing to do with anything western even you'll find the gorya mission logo they have this they have pictures of radha krishna cartels mridanga chaitanya mahaprabhu bhagavat pancharatra and a printing press radha krishna and lakshmi narayan and then the other is a printing press is why no all these things they're traditional vaishnav symbols radha krishna lakshmi narayan mridanga kartal bhagavat what is the printing press doing there that's it's a machine that's not that's nothing to do with bhakti people were protesting said no this is more important than the archan this is chaitanya mahaprabhu's medium to spread krishna consciousness to every town and village in the world bhakti siddhant sarasar thakur said that to print and distribute books is even more important than establishing temples he would uh, when when there were printing presses established he would establish he would have a ceremony for establishing the press just like a pran pratishtha not exactly pran pratishtha but it was established that this is this is the same as our it is same transcendental nature as archa to print and distribute books and practically the effect of that is that i see just one out of many 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 examples mr surya narayan here has come from a village in west godavari district having read shila prabhupad's shrimad bhagavatam because our devotees i think it must maybe from sukundrabad temple or bombay bus or whatever they went to his village and distributed books got the shivan bhagavatam he read that and his whole life shaiva 74 years old 15 children whole life shaiva and read shrimad bhagavatam that om namo bhagavate vasudevaya param satyam param dhimi this is the absolute truth vasudev krishna read the whole book convinced in the book it says one has to find good and there's so so many Okay, so many people. I was saying in the Soviet Union, it's a vast country. 
huge. You can fly for 10 hours from Moscow to Vladivostok, crossing 10 time zones, and you're still in Russia. Can you imagine 10 hours? It doesn't take, that's for, that 10 hours is like from Hyderabad to London. <laughs> so, you, but you're so from Moscow to Vladivostok, still in the same country. So you'll find there are people scattered here and there in very remote places. I'll give another example. One uh, housewife, about 40 years old, living in some small town in the Volga area. No devotees ever went there, but somehow or other, Prabhupada's book, Life Comes from Life, went there. So she read the book, and this is a middle-aged Russian housewife, which is a simple woman. And she read the book, it's a very heavy book. It's, but she read that, and she was convinced, she saw the address, Moscow. She'd never been to Moscow in her life before. It's not so far from Moscow, it's only about one and a half days train journey, which in Russia is not a very long distance. So she saved up some money, went to Moscow, found the temple, found out everything, you have to chant, you have to offer your food to Krishna. And normal Russian housewife eats meat, drinks, everything. In the Western countries, the women drink as much as the men. Here they're just learning. But immediately changed everything and started chanting 16 rounds, offering all our food, got a whole set of Prabhupada's books. In the Russian winter, there's hardly any light and it's too cold, so you have to stay inside. Most people stay inside and they drink. That's what people do. But she read all of Prabhupada's books and now she's initiated. And so many examples how these books are changing people's lives. And even if not immediately, sometimes people, they buy a book. There are so many examples. They buy the book, it sits in the home for 20 years. And then someone who wasn't even born when the book was printed reads it and becomes a devotee. Or they keep it in the house and then they move house and then they give it, they sell it off to some second. Or the, the, the guy comes around and they buy the old newspapers and they sell it for two rupees or something. And then he sells it to a second-hand bookshop for five rupees and then someone buys it for ten rupees and it changes their life. There's so many, even there was one example, this is a long time ago, that someone in England... They were walking, and of course, England is famous for rain. So, when he was walking along, some piece of paper caught, you know, when you're walking in the rain, so the, the paper can catch on your shoe. So, he, the paper was caught in his shoe, he, got, he went to take it off the shoe, and it was just going to, somehow he looked at it, and it was just one paragraph, and it was... I don't know exactly what was written, but it struck him that this is something wonderful and amazing. And at the bottom it said, back to Godhead. So he didn't know. What is all this? Anyway, I thought that's very interesting. I never read anything like that before. <laughs> so then he, he washed a scrap of paper, which someone had torn it up. He washed the scrap of paper. He kept it. When it was dry, he kept it in his wallet and he read that paragraph every day. So one day, some months later, he was walking in the street and someone came up to him and said, please buy a magazine. No, 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 interesting. He walked past and he said, wait a minute, what was that magazine? He said, he'd just seen the title, Back to Godhead. He said, oh yeah, give me one, what's that? And then he asked the devotee and then he went to the temple and actually he joined the temple. 
and became a full-time devotee. There are many, many stories about this. How Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has his means to change the demoniac population by distributing these books. Bhakti Siddhan Sarasvatthakur, he instituted this, Brihat Nidanga. And Prabhupada, Shri Prabhupada, he actually understood the heart of his guru. There are many who say that, well, they are very dear followers of Bhakti Siddhan. And they may have been, but Prabhupada really understood his mission. That what Bhakti Siddhan Saraswati started with the Brihat Madanga, Prabhupada increased it hundreds and thousands and literally millions of times. And that's still continuing. That the, the books are going on, the followers of Prabhupada, so many people claiming to be followers of Prabhupada and doing so much nonsense. But the real followers of Prabhupada, as Prabhupada himself has stated within his books, that the duty of the followers in the Christian, duty of the members of the Christian conscious movement is to print books and distribute them very widely all over the world. And we see where that mood is there of printing books, distributing books, preaching what's in the books. Then the Christian conscious movement flourishes. Many people are talking about high ecstasies and this and that, which is also within Krishna consciousness. But actually that, that ecstasy that's attained by Sankirtan. Sankirtan means chanting the holy names and preaching the message of Krishna principally by distributing these books. And we see that where the preaching mood is strong, then the kirtan is very strong. Whereas if there's no preaching mood, if we just, even if we're just thinking of doing our own bhajan, Whereas a lot of times people, they say, I'm interested in bhajan. But we see practically, they have nothing, no more interest than for bhajan. In the name of bhajan, they are bhajananandas. They have little, little more to do than eating and sleeping. But where devotees are working hard to distribute the books, preach, then automatically the waves of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mercy flow. And the... The kirtan becomes enlivened, and by the by the by the power of that kirtan, we become purified. This is the method: chaito darpana marjanam bhavamaha davagi nirvapana, etc. Shoya kairava chandra vitaranam vidyava dujivana, anandam buddhi vardhanam pratipadam purnam vitasvadanam sarvam sapnam puramvijayate Shri Krishna sankirtan. This is a practical process for everybody. That by kirtan. Everything becomes purified. It's not a matter of sitting down and imagining oneself to be a gopi. One has to serve. The gopis, they came as the six Goswamis of Vrindavan, principal followers of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And they wrote books on Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's order. And Krishna Kirtana Garna Natana Paro, the first description of the six Goswamis, they were loudly chanting the holy names and dancing. This is the process of Krishna consciousness. For this age, we see that where this preaching mode is kept, Sankirtan, distributing books, chanting the holy names, going out in public, chanting the holy names, that Krishna is pleased, Krishna reciprocates. This is what he wants. And then, one, the devotees become enriched with Krishna consciousness. And this is, then we may think, well, what about understanding Radharani and all these things? But Again, one of the gopis, 
who came as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's intimate associate, Prabodhananda Saraswati. He is told what is the process to attain the mercy of Radharan. He says, Yata Yata Gora Padara Vindeta Bhaktin Krita Punya Rashi Tata Tatot Sakti Hridya Kasmad Radha Padamboja Sudhambu Rashi. He says that for those who develop Yata Yata Gora Padarna Vindeta Bhakti, one who develops devotional service to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, then automatically by his mercy the heart becomes flooded with the mercy of Radharani because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Radharani and he once Sankirtan is given this process to preach Krishna consciousness. Amaragai Guru Vayatara Edesh preach Krishna consciousness. So the the followers of of course there are different Gorya Vaishnav lines. There are the the Babaji lines and Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati apparently introduced something new by putting so much emphasis on preaching which of course previously they were doing the Rotam Das especially in the Rotam Srinivas Shamananda they were preaching very widely but later on the Sampradaya mostly became reclusive Babaji's and but Bhaktisiddhanta, he gave a new thrust to the Gorya Vaishnava Sampradaya with so much emphasis on preaching. Not that he, not that we reject Radharani, but there's no such question. But he didn't think it would fit that all these things be discussed very publicly. He he condemned those who, uh, just like the Siddha Pranali. The, the Babaji's, you go to a Babaji, you get an initiation and they tell you, you are such and such a gopi. But he said, this is all a cheating process. First you have to become purified by Sankirtan. And then, all these higher stages, they will develop at the proper time. It's not that you can... He used to give the example of a, of a jackfruit which becomes ripe when it's still small. Have you seen? Actually, now should be the season. Jackfruit is coming. So some of them, of course, the jackfruit begins on the tree just this size and gradually becomes this size or even this size. They become so huge. But if they become pucker when they're just this size, then they don't grow and they're completely useless. You can't use it as a subject. You can't use it as a fruit. So if someone wants to become pucker, they want to become ripe when they're not developed, then it's it's simply useless. It looks from the outside as if it's a developed fruit, but if you look inside, there's nothing there. There's no development. He gave that example. So he put so much emphasis on preaching. Not that it, not that he invented it. It was Chaitanya. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said this. Priti vite achi jatanagra digam sabatcha hoy vimana. Shuno shuno nityananda shuno haridas sabatra amaranga kora hopakash. Prati ghare ghare gya kora aidikka. Bhajya Krishna bolo Krishna. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself was doing his preaching and he was sending his followers to preach. And then after, afterwards, after his preaching Leela, he retired and he was enjoying Krishna Prem, Rasasvadana, in Puri, in the Gambhira. 
But he kept the others out preaching. He kept Nityananda out preaching. He had Rupa Sanatana, the other Goswami's in Vrindavan, writing the books for the preaching mission. So, <clears throat> Prabhupada always used to say that our business is not to imitate Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but to follow his instructions, which are to perform Sankirtan and preach. And then, when he wants, by his mercy, he may deliver us. He will. That's his mission, to give us the highest bliss of love of God. But we should know that the means is by... Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he was also relishing the ecstasy of love of God by chanting, principally by chanting the names of Krishna. Because chanting the names of Krishna is both sadhana, the means to attain perfection, and when one attains perfection, he chants the name of God. So it's both sadhana and sadhya. It's both a means and an end. In Vrindavan also, the, the gopis are also doing Sankirtan. Sugita Nartane Shabashaki Dhani Tushechi Jugaladhani. And they're also singing and dancing for the pleasure of Radha and Krishna. So Sankirtan is the means, and when one becomes perfect, then he performs Sankirtan. These, this should be understood very clearly because there, there are many wrong ideas entering our movement that you should just go away and hide yourself and do some bhajan and preaching is for the less advanced. No. Preaching is for the, preaching is for the more advanced. Prabhupada, the Bhaktisthanda, they always used to say this, that let the neophytes simply ring the bell. But those who are more advanced, they will write books, publish books, distribute books, preach from the books and give the proper conception of Krishna consciousness and introduce Sankhita among the general populace. Patita Pavana Gora Hari wants his followers to serve his mission by spreading Sankhita to everybody. Not simply locking oneself away and imagining oneself to be advanced. But one has to serve Gora Hari by performing his mission, which means to teach everybody. You are not the body, you are spirit soul, you are the eternal servant of Krishna. So this should be kept in perspective. Nowadays I see so many books of the highest pinnacle of devotion and people are reading and you know they don't even they don't even chant the holy names or they very clearly or they they don't even know basics like how to offer obeisances properly or one boy is saying as his bead bag is filthy dirty. Prabhupada said Krishna consciousness means a clean bead bag.